Hello and welcome to Food Did What Now? My name is Emily Brighty and this is the show where I answer those pesky food origin questions. The ones you ponder but never seek the answers for. This week is the second part of our two-parter on tomatoes. Before we delve back into this juicy treat, let's have a little recap, shall we? Previously on Food Did What Now? Tomato edition. We learnt about tomatoes and their origins with the Aztecs. The Aztec name for tomatoes, mm. tomato. Okay, cool. And it means plump thing with a navel. What? Yeah. That's quite cute. Their arrival and reception in Europe. 16th century, tomatoes came to Europe. Right. In southern Europe, they were pretty widely accepted. But in northern parts of Europe, tomatoes were not. What? Yes. We also learnt some general facts about the tomato. They were actually grown to be ornaments. Because they were closely related to nightshade, people were a bit worried. They knew that at that point? Tomatoes are actually a berry. No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, do you want some more information on that? I need so much more information (laughs) on that. Facts that impacted Tommy quite strongly. How? I'm sorry. Why do people (laughs) in the 16th century know so much more than me? That's such... That's so annoying. And affected him in a specific way. I don't know why, but I have a really sudden urge to grow tomatoes. I don't know what you've done to me. I just immediately thought, like, I do love it. That. But don't eat the leaves or the stalk. Okay. Yeah. Don't. I, honestly, I already was about to do that again. If you are near Tommy and see him reaching for the leaf of a tomato plant, stop him. I do not doubt for a second that he will eat it. Finally, we left you with Tommy having an existential crisis. Am I a berry? Without further ado, Let's get back into the juicy details. Food did what now? Food did what now? Food did what now? Food did what now? Tomato edition. Part two. One of the reasons it was considered that the tomato itself was really, really toxic and should not be consumed was that nobles would eat it on plates that were made of pewter. And when the acidic juices from the tomato uh, touch the plate, it would draw out the lead and contaminate the food they were eating. Oh. So people would die of lead poisoning. That's, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's horrible. So glad that we've, you know. Moved on yeah, from pewter plates. From like using lead in everything. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. I, I'm glad that they're not like, oh, we have, uh, we have an application for something. Doing anything, we're like, oh, if you could put lead in it? Like, no, we should. Like, <laughs> what is, I just, I'm so glad that they're not doing that anymore. Poor people would eat the tomatoes as well. And mm. then they wouldn't die. So it was kind of oh. like the tomatoes were kind of like would eaten amongst like poorer people, but not the nobility. So I, I love the idea that like there's just a load of people eating tomatoes. <laughs> there's a load of rich people that just don't pick up on it at all. <laughs> they're just like, <gasps> well, they're dead in the next couple of days. <laughs> I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because they just probably wouldn't notice anything. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. I find that so funny. That they'd be looking at it and they'd be like, how are you? What are you? What? No, mm. that's not right. Mm. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson grew tomatoes in the 1700s and when in a time where people still thought that tomatoes were poisonous. Right. Um, yeah. Just as like a, don't try any, mate. I've got tomatoes. <laughs> Back off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I eat poisonous food for breakfast. <laughs> so there was this guy. Yeah. A colonel in New Jersey called Robert Johnson. Oh, what's he like? 
1820, mm. he stood in front of a courthouse and ate a raw tomato to try and persuade skeptics that the tomato wasn't poisonous. And, like, what? he stayed there until people were confident that he wasn't just going to drop dead. Yeah. Like, That's how long mad. do you have to... What if you like, just stayed hey, guys... long enough that you died of other causes? <laughs> <laughs> but also to be like, hey, uh, guys, over here, over here, okay? I'm going to eat a tomato and I'm not going to die. What? Eats a tomato, doesn't so die. Everyone else is just like... Huh? <laughs> so... I love the idea that that's like 300 years after they've been brought into yeah. that like, place. Like for 300 years, they've been like, ooh. And someone's finally like, look, all right? They're fine. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> Am I dead? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I was going like, give it a minute. <laughs> Imagine people are just like putting bets like, yeah, I reckon five minutes. I reckon 10. And just like... <laughs> Do we want to leave? <laughs> Wait, when did people, you know how like, um, like people got like in the stocks yeah. and people like chucking ch- vegetables at them? Yeah. They chucked tomatoes as one of those things, right? I would imagine so, yeah. Yeah. Were they trying to... If they that, do you, does that go on during the time when people thought they were poisonous? Because that's... I don't know. That suddenly seems a lot more sinister. I would guess so. How weird is that? Yeah. Oh, isn't that... That's a lot darker, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot darker. Well oh, then, this uh, is really interesting. A nice tales changed for me. Um, <laughs> and also like throwing tomatoes at people if you didn't like them or like the show was bad, like, you know. Oh, do they do that? I, I think so. There's, there's a whole trope. Yeah. No, it does. I think I have heard of that. Wow. But that is really it's... mean. If they were like, oh, let's, let's throw the poisonous fruit at them. Ha <laughs> ha, try, <laughs> close your mouth. <laughs> like, try not to die. <laughs> lol. <laughs> That's really... Oh, okay, hang on, hang on. I nearly said that people die from that, forgetting that they're not poisonous. <laughs> That's the whole point of this. Um, so apparently tomatoes became the perfect weapon, and the first reference to throwing rotten tomatoes at bad stage acts came in an 1883 New York Times article after John Ritchie was hit oh. with a barrage of tomatoes and rotten eggs by an unpleasant audience in New York. That's so... Also, like, he's just bringing them with them. Like, yeah. he's just got, like, a bucket of tomatoes going, <laughs> we don't know what it's going to be like tonight, all right? So, so we're a receptive ready. audience, but <laughs> if it hits the fan... <laughs> tomatoes. I've got my bucket. <laughs> uh, like, also, like, rotten eggs, that's commitment. Yeah. Like, did they just, like, leave out some eggs, but like, oh, no, they've gone rotten. Fancy seeing a show? Or did, like, they just... Yeah. Or did they go, like, oh, we've booked in for a show. Let's just get some eggs, leave them, because we clearly have, you know dispensable cash to <laughs> throw at rotten eggs and then like honestly how wasteful i'm furious <laughs> how ridiculous those previous generations don't know what they've done for this climate they have <laughs> honestly oh the cheek mm. so tomatoes haven't been popular we've heard okay they're thought to be toxic um but do you want to know what made them more widely accepted yeah Definitely. Yes, please. Pizza. (laughs) When they got added to pizza in the 1880s, and someone guessed the 1880s for the origin of the tomatoes. Oh. Origin of the modern pizza. I love that. Yeah. Because pizza's made with passata, isn't it? Mm. They do that, and they put that in, like, a lot of... They put that in that, like, I use passata. I don't know why I said that. 
Um, people. People. Those, you those pesky... <laughs> Peeps. Those, yeah, with their sentience. <laughs> <laughs> all those people. Uh, they use passata in, like, pasta and all sorts, don't they? Mm. Did that not come before pizza? Or do you reckon, like, they used it with pizza and they were like, hey, noodles, and then... They were like, add it. I don't know. And then they did. I don't know. Got a great recipe for puttanesca spaghetti if you want it. But um, anyway. I've, I've never had puttanesca. It's, it's pretty nice. Okay. How are you with spice? I like spice. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's listening, dinner at my house, anybody. <laughs> okay, so fun fact. I mean, all of this has been fun, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fun fact time! I'll probably create a jingle at some point. Just all, all of that university education to good use. <laughs> I'm going to make a jingle! <laughs> Absolutely! Anyway, I back to that. tomatoes. Back to tomatoes. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the tomato know. farm. <laughs> just, oh, I just love how surreal this whole thing is. So, while the tomato is a fruit, mm. and a fruit is the edible part of a plant containing seeds, and a vegetable is like leaf, stem, root, while the tomato is a fruit, in the 1980s, the US Supreme Court ruled the tomato to be a vegetable so that it could be taxed. As a fruit, it was not taxed. As a vegetable, it would be taxed. What? That's, <laughs> I, uh, that's so odd. I, I know. What? Uh, it's so annoying. It's so bizarre. I know. It's, it's weird how like things are influenced by like taxing, like how... In America, like the spelling of colors changed to remove the U because in signs, like, oh, like, that wasn't retaxing. Really but you know, like, how, mm. like, the financial world has influenced yeah. all that stuff is bizarre, really. Because you had to pay for letters to be printed and stuff, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So, like, yeah. they reduced the, the letters. Mm. It's basically like text speech. Yeah. But, like, not as dramatic. Yeah. And then again, text speech. Is because, like, you pay for how long your texts are as well. Exactly, That's yeah. That's one of the reasons why people start doing it. Mm. So, the seeds of tomatoes mm. have been to space and then were grown in Canadian, like, school classrooms to see what the effects of outer space were on seeds. Oh. When you say, like, were they, like, did they go to the International Space Station? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I guess, like, there shouldn't be too much change because mm. in terms of the, the air that they're exposed to, Hopefully, they've, uh, <laughs> they've kept it pretty normal. Um, uh, hopefully. Uh... But I guess, like, microgravity, like, what mm. would microgravity do? I wouldn't have thought that much. Because if you think about it, know. like... Yeah. Although, I guess, like, because things are compressed by gravity quite a lot. So there's an experiment you can do. If you measure your height in the morning yeah. and then measure your height um, at night, there's, there's a difference. Yeah. Because our spines are sort of compressed a little bit by gravity. You, you shrink. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. And, like... Weirdly, it well, not that weird, but like with children, it's a really big difference. Oh, is it? Yeah, because their spines are, it's a lot more cartilage. Because, mm. you know, they're growing and all that. So like with an adult, it's a little less significant. But with a child, wow. it's like genuinely quite a lot. It's bizarre. Oh, I didn't know that. So like if you spent just a few days lying down, you'd be so tall. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's why like... I'm the shortest in my family, so I will change that. <laughs> just lie down and go, oh, mum and dad, you're going to be so shocked. <laughs> just kind of like towering yeah. over your entire family. I Hello, can't... small people. <laughs> I cannot get up, but I am growing. <laughs> so funny. But like in, like, so when astronauts go to space, like, they grow. And it's, well, not, not grow, but, like, they de decompress. And it's, yeah. It's bizarre. They grow, I like, bet that inch. would actually be really, like, like, comfortable. 
you know? Like, when your back gets cracked and stuff, like... Yeah, well, because it's it, a lot less... Like, there's yeah. virtually no stress. Mm. Because, like, even... Like, no matter what you do as a, as a, as a, as a human in gravity, it's, there's always, like, stress because you're always having to hold your body up in mm. some way. That's like, true. that's why, like, posture makes such a big impact on your health because, like, yeah. if you don't hold yourself... Like in a comfortable way, it like puts different tensions and stuff like that. Mm. You can pull certain muscles, like intercostal muscles. But like in space, it doesn't matter. Like, okay. <laughs> just exist. It's okay. But then as soon as you come back to Earth, it's you're like, like no. oh. <laughs> it's like find it difficult to move for the first like week. <laughs> that's like why people. That's why they have to do so much exercise in space. Mm. They get like tethered to um, running machines. Oh, it's bizarre. Like they're literally like strapped to these machines oh, and wow. running. Because if they don't, like when they come back to Earth, they'll they really li- struggle. Yeah, they will have a lot of problems. Like they oh. already like a lot of astronauts get health problems anyway. Oh. Because a like just in general, you're accelerating out of um the Earth's atmosphere really quickly, mm. way too quickly. <laughs> like mm. that, you know, that amount of G force isn't really great for the body because it's hyper stress sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, but then in being in microgravity, just things like the way that you're like the way that your heart pushes um, uh, blood around uh, mm. the body, it's suddenly not got anything to fight against. Your blood pressure will change when you go to space. And that's not really healthy either. Mm. So, like, there's a lot of health problems with it. But I can't imagine a tomato seed <laughs> <laughs> being like, oh, the blood pressure's off. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just love the idea of, like, you plant it. They're going, oh, too weak. Like, the, like, the tomato plant goes limp and just, like, falls down. Did you know that tomato mm. juice is Ohio's official state drink? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's... What? <laughs> I have no more information on that. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't... I don't... It, have you had much tomato juice in your life? I had some. My mum used to be a fan of it. I don't think she drinks it that much anymore, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if I've really had any. Is, isn't it, like, in a cocktail? Like, Bloody Yeah, Mary's? the Bloody Mary, yeah. yeah. Bloody Mary is an interesting cocktail because it's like a savoury cocktail. Yeah, don't people have it at like brunches? Yeah. And like just generally It just confuses me with a stick of celery. Like didn't they do it like before like brunches became... A thing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't been on like a proper brunch. I don't know why, but I really want to. I'm desperate to go to brunch. Let's do it. Let's do it. Honestly, it sounds so fun. Okay, so our last like little fun fact I have for you today. Okay, Okay, in 1978... Mm -hmm. An American parody film was made entitled Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. What? It has a 4.5 out of 5 on Amazon rating. (laughs) (laughs) Rating on Amazon. Um, A 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. And a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. You can watch it on Amazon Prime and Google Play. And the the trailer is on YouTube. (laughs) I have no words. I will have to show it to you uh, after this podcast. How big is this tomato? Oh, there are many. And they grow. (laughs) So it's just like a load of tomatoes like take over. Have you ever seen, um, oh, what's it called? Oh, no. Uh, Monsters vs. Aliens or something. Where they, um, spoiler alert, um, for the the Halloween version. I, I think, I think that's the right film. And there's like a load of like pumpkins and they take over. And that's what I'm imagining. 
I want, I'd love if that was the inspiration. <laughs> I'd love if somebody um, I don't like think Pixar it is, was honestly. like. No, no, um, as in like Pixar was inspired oh, by the tomatoes oh. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think the Monsters vs. Aliens came out before. <laughs> you know, it's a classic 1950s. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, guys. Absolutely. The animation quality is, yeah. But, it's, uh... <laughs> but like, I, I watched the trailer. Mm. And have you seen the Blues Brothers film? Uh, I think so, yeah. It gave me like that kind of vibe, but a horror version, you know? Like, I don't... It's probably because it's like around the same kind of era, but like, that's, yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> Honestly, like, we need to have a movie night and watch Honestly. this. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> so you've just learned about the tomato. How do you feel? <laughs> oh, so much has changed. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to. What like. <laughs> Things are berries that aren't berries, and things aren't berries that are berries. Uh, cloudy with a chance of meatball, with the animated berry called berry, should have been called not berry. And I just, I don't know how to deal with any of that. People were against tomatoes. Get a life. Like, who's, I mean, I get, you know, like some people don't like tomatoes. I'm not trying to diss them, but like. <laughs> To be, I don't know. I just, uh, and you know how you said that, like, <laughs> Northern Europe weren't as keen on tomatoes? Yeah. What? It's crazy that, like, it's just not a big part of their cuisine as well. Like, if mm. you think about it, go to, like, a lot of the Scandinavian countries, they're all, they don't have that much tomato. I'm going to get called out now. So I was going to be like, oh, actually, it's actually. all tomatoes. <laughs> what is wrong with you? How dare you? How dare you? Mm. I am. You uneducated. <laughs> Do you even tomato much? But like, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I could be entirely wrong. Mm. I normally am. But it doesn't seem, I don't think of tomatoes necessarily. I'm now struggling to think of like, Scandinavian cuisines. That's okay. So is there anything... I know you've just said a lot of these things, but is there anything in particular that made you go, food did what now? I think, um, for me, so so many moments. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So many mind-boggling things. I I find it crazy that, like, there was this divide in, like, southern europe were like yes tomatoes and northern europe were like you are having a laugh like i (laughs) i find that i find it bizarre that there was like a cultural divide about tomatoes yeah like was there were there arguments like i love the idea of them i don't know like i just like be like ah the southern europe and their tomatoes (laughs) like at a comedy (laughs) club somewhere like just sort of (laughs) or 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 as people that like to what a what a joke like just sort of and then like so like like in southern europe someone has a death wish yeah Yeah, or like in southern europe like like people like throw tomatoes at like bad performances and they think it's good like they they're like oh thank you thank you (laughs) what a delicacy in northern europe they're so offended (laughs) i just i think that'd be hilarious Mm. and also like pizza bringing the world together I mean, we all suspected it, but it's nice to have it confirmed. <laughs> yeah, like it's, yeah. I love that that's like how, that's how tomatoes were brought. You know, like when kids yeah. are like really picky eaters. Yeah. 
And you go like, oh, oh, I've, I've, I've wrapped it in cheese. And they're like, <laughs> they're like oh, goody. Jeez. And then suddenly they're like, okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea. Oh, it's so funny. They're like, oh, I don't like that. Like, well, it was on the pizza the other day. They go, oh, I guess I like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it was. <laughs> and I'm not dead. <laughs> what? My, my parents um, convinced my sister that tuna was meat. Because okay. um, my sister was like, oh, I don't like any fish. And she was like, yeah, I, don't, I, I eat tuna, uh, but I don't eat fish. The parents one day went, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fish. It's like that. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, but you do like tomatoes because <laughs> you eat pizza. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> You've been pizzaed. <laughs> <laughs> You've been pizzaed. make that a jingle oh, i love that so much what would we put um, it after anything i don't know just guests can press it at any time like that you don't they're not told what it is so. <laughs> they're not told what it is they're just given a button and just like at any point in the episode a big red you can button. press this yeah and it's like you've been pizzaed oh i love that i love that so much thank you honestly Season future. Future season. season. Future. <laughs> My favourite season. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tommy, for coming on the on the episode. I'm honestly <laughs> genuinely the biggest joy. This is this has been so fun. I've loved every minute of this. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. This has been Food Did What Now? Tomato Edition Part Two. If you have enjoyed this episode or any of these episodes, then do like, comment your favourite fact from the episode and give the show a follow so you are the first to hear when new episodes are released on Fridays. If you listen to this podcast on a platform where you can leave a review, please do. I am loving creating this content and would love to know how you're feeling about it. Give us a follow on the socials at Who Did What Now? There's some exciting news coming soon and I wouldn't want you to miss out on having your say. And finally... Let's share the podcast as though it's a 12-pack of donuts that you know you will eat all of if left to your own devices. So you offer it to others in an attempt to avoid the eventual, but let's admit, fully hoped-for outcome of you eating all 12. Till next time, when we discuss the origins of the humble potato. Have a great week. Bye! Bye! You've been pizzaed!